0: Welcome back. Episode six. Up to our old tricks. Oh, man. I'm trying to do this thing, Sif. Right? Well, I rhyme every episode. Yeah. I, just, I couldn't think of anything that rhymes with six. Six, picks, ticks, licks. That's a bit weird, though, isn't it? Should <laughs> a full bias, man, before we came on. I oh, know. I don't know. I thought, I, yeah, I'll improvise it, I'll freestyle it. But uh, either way, <laughs> welcome back, everyone, to Just Vibes FC. This is another episode. My name's Kamal, and as always, I am joined by a man like Saif, yes, What's yes. good, bro? I'm good man. I'm good. How you doing? I'm all right, man. Do you know what? It's it's. I feel somber. Yeah. Right? I feel my, my my mind feels a bit dull because <laughs> we've not we, we didn't do an episode on Leipzig. And obviously, it's been a couple of days now since the City game. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, right? If we look at it, it's like a whole week in review. What
1: a, what a rubbish week. Yeah, yeah. I think rubbish is probably um, an understatement. But definitely, definitely that, uh, a sad just, week. It just, it, was, it, was, it
0: was a really sad week, yeah, wasn't
1: it? It was, uh, I think, it was just a low point in, probably in Ollie's career um, thus far. And... Does it get lower from here? I think
0: that's the question. I, do, you, do you know what? As a, as a fan, right? I know in in the past. I mean, I don't, I don't know how long has Fergie been gone? For about six, seven, seven, years, seven, years? seven years. Yeah, yeah. It, we've had some bad times. I think mm-hmm. in in that time, right? We've had some. <laughs> we hit some lows under Moys, We hit some lows with Lvg. Even even Jose, like we, we've hit lows with all these managers. But I don't know why. Last week for me just felt like a really uninspiring week because firstly we lined up. Firstly, the leipzig performance was appalling, right mm. even with that little mini comeback, it was rubbish, and we'll get onto to that and then the the Manchester derby, without doubt one of the worst derbies i've seen and i'm even I'm even considering that six one loss Do you yeah, when they yeah. Us? yeah
1: yeah i mean
0: I'm even, I'm even c- considering that, but at least that was from the point of view of a of a neutral at least I guess it was a bit more entertaining like yeah really? we got we got hammered, but at least we kind of went for it in a way. Mm-hmm. Bloody hell, that derby was was so boring. But we'll get more into that. But let's um should we kick off with the with the Leipzig game, mate? Um, What's what are your
1: thoughts? I think before we get to the Leipzig game, right? Let's talk about another thing that happened last week. Um uh, this time last week wasn't a Monday, wasn't it? The night before yeah. the night before Oli's oh. biggest game. And my man comes out, well it wasn't him, it was his agent, comes out mm. and says what he said. Now we all know what he said, mm. and I know some people say it wasn't Paul. It wasn't Pogba. It was ever ever, <laughs> ever, back him no matter what. So you know, it's, yeah. it was it's never Paul. We can never be Paul. It's his agent
0: talking. Um, mm.
1: What do you make of that? That's my question to you.
0: I think it was disgusting. Mm. I think, I think the fact that Raiola does this time and time again to set unsettle the the club, which is already pretty unsettled at the moment anyway, <laughs> to always put these kind of stories out, it frustrates me so much. Right. And the fact that Pogba lets this happen without saying anything. And I know he's come out in the last couple of days and he's, he's reaffirmed his commitment to United. But the fact is, he's still not, he's not disputed anything that's been said. He hasn't. He's not, no. he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not said anything in terms of the, what his agent's actual statement was. He's not said anything about him giving his agent the ultimatum to find him a new club. But anyway, that's regardless. What really annoys me from all of this is. United has always been great as a club, particularly when Fergie was here, that no player is bigger than the club, mm-hmm. right? When anyone, whenever anyone got too big for their boots, and I hate always dwelling, going back to the Fergie, past, yeah. but Beckham, Stam... Van Nistelrooy, any of these players, right? Whenever they started to get a tiny bit big for their boots, Fergie shipped them off yeah. because he, you, you know that that's Keane exactly. Any, example. You just it it did not matter who you are, right? Keane was captain, fantastic. Mm. Yeah, Keane was the, the living embodiment of a leader at the time. Definitely. But he ultimately overstepped the line, and that's why he was shipped off. He was let he was allowed to go. Mm. Why does Pogba keep getting away with this? But more importantly, especially in the City game. How how are you going to have such little self respect that you put him back in your team? Well, this is the
1: thing. Like, I think the way you gotta put it is Pogba's won it. Pogba's won that battle. Anyway.
0: Oh, hundred. Let me tell
1: you. What, let me tell you why I think that is the case. So this guy got his agent to talk to speak out. Right. Let us let, mm. be real here. No matter what anyone says, he his agent works for him. He can yeah. sack him if he wanted to. He can stop him from talking if he wanted to. He represents Paul Pogba. No matter, everything only- that he says, he's acting. On the behalf on behalf of Pogba, let's not yeah. make a mistake and say, oh but it's not him, or or he's making, he, he's he's acting on his own, he's on his own." accord that's not the case. So yeah. Pogba got his agent to speak out, and and he said what he said. To then go from that, and obviously he didn't. I know he didn't start against Leipzig, but he came on and he was good. To be fair to him, but I feel like he he is good with little spells. He's not a ninety minute player.
0: Like, well, well, the question is though: Should he have even been on that bench? For me, no. For me, he's done the team now.
1: Not for me personally, but Oli, like you say, he has no self-respect. To then go from this that is... to then put him
0: again,
1: uh, get him to start against City. Did you notice uh... where he was playing in the City game? Was he playing on the wing? He was basically playing as left winger. Huge parts of that game. Unbeli- unbelievable. Man got a whole position made for him because he won a battle. <laughs> he, Oli, Oli knew yeah. Pogba won. That's what it was. Let, let's not make any mistake. That's what. That's what it was. I, I can't believe this guy is calling the shots to the extent that he's got a whole position made for him um, back in the starting lineup. His agent can chat shit. He then corrects Sports Build. I don't know if you saw that, but mm. the Sports Build article was about Pogba sacking his agent if he doesn't get him a new club. Yeah, so that's the only thing he's um, he said is false news or fake news. He hasn't com- commented anything about a new club or, or whatever. And look, we, I think we all knew Pogba's going to leave at the end of the season. That's not the issue here. The issue is the constant disrespect and the, the, the disregard that this agent shows, well, not just the agent, Pogba himself as well, to the club. Mm-hmm. How are you going to come out and well, say, I'm committed to the club, but your agent's been talking, bro, this guy's been there four years and his agent's been chatting shit for three years.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, that's the problem. It's not the fact that it, this has happened. It's the fact that it's consistently happened that it, and yeah. that it keeps happening and that no one seems to address it. Yeah. Because, I mean, I guess... I guess Jose had a bit of a, well, I'd say a bit, he had a massive fallout of him, right? And yeah, I guess that was an him. element of that was trying to, cropped trying him. to address cropped that. Him. Exactly. But then why, why does Ollie seem to be so okay with it? And then I, I know, I know we say, you know, Oli got no backbone, blah, blah, blah. But then for me, is it a question of, is he, is he being told, do you think? Is he being advised by the board, by Ed? Like, listen, he is one of our highest paid players. He is one of our marketing pools. Is that one of the issues as to why he can't be dropped? I personally think so. I, I just think Oli is
1: so scared of his <laughs> <laughs> of his team. He knows everyone's against him, right? People are waiting yeah. for him to fail because he's going to fail. Let's be real. He has been failing. Um, I know he does some good stuff in you know, credit where he's due, but the reality is two years on, um, we've not progressed,
0: right? That's what's annoying as well, though. It's yeah. the fact that he's failing. Mm. And, but then every once in a while, he will have a good result, and then it's Oli bl- back at the bloody wheel. The wheel, back at the wheel. But but yeah, this this is the thing with I feel like Oli,
1: everyone's against him. Wait, the last thing he needs is the players to go against him. That's why he's yeah. so he's so adamant to protect them and to make excuses for them. because he goes above and beyond to protect the players to, in front of the media. He, he does that, you know. Yeah. He will never call him out, and I'm not saying you should call him out, but. <laughs>
0: Well I mean personally to a certain extent I like that to a certain extent I know you do not you to, do. not to the extent though where one of your players has publicly disrespected you so many times yeah. disrespected the club that you claim to love mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong I'm not saying Ollie doesn't love the club but the fact is he has constantly done this and you've not you've not addressed it you put this man back in the starting lineup mm-hmm. In, for one of the biggest games of the season so far, for one of the biggest games of your managerial career, yeah, how does that make sense?
1: It doesn't. It doesn't. And, and again, I think that's a testament to Oli and his and leadership style. I guess the question is, what leadership qualities is Oli showing? In in two years, what leadership qualities is he showing? We, I think, we mean, you both gathered that he's not a good man manager. That's a myth. Mm. Uh, we saw that in in how we treated certain players. Wrote Van de Beek as well. I want to speak about him in a sec. How he oh, seemed, he's, he's being drunk him. dirty,
0: man. That, 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 you know what? That, that's why I got even more annoyed that Pogba started against the city. Mm. C- this is the, the thing. Does, him, Van Beek, does, Van need to, does Van de Beek need to take the piss out of the club to then be put into <laughs> the lineup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think his agent needs to speak some more for him to get, in, <laughs> get, get into the team. I'm just, I'm shocked. I'm genuinely really shocked. And the more I kind of think about the situation, the more I struggle to comprehend it that a player. I don't care who you are. I don't care whether you're Paul Pogba or you know, even if you're a, a bigger player than that. The fact is, this guy's constantly disrespecting the club, and he's getting away with it. And do you know what Carragher put it at the best? He's not even worth the hassle. He's not. He's not. He's not. Been there he's. Four he's years. He acts like he's, been, he's <clears throat> been. like a Bruno. Do you know what yeah. I mean? He's done nothing. To. to but it's 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 like, world. for example, I think the c- comparison that Carragher used was Ronaldo, right? Mm. For two, three years constant Real Madrid flirting with Ronaldo you knew he was going to go yeah. you knew inevitably it was going to happen but this man was also returning 30-40 goals a season so it was worth exactly. it you could deal with it Pogba is not worth it I don't care what anyone says I don't care if there's not. flashes of brilliance and yes but we know poor Pogba can get to that level I don't care anymore man let the mm. guy go in the words of, in the immortal words of Claude from Arsenal <laughs> Fan TV, it's time to go. What's the other
1: one? There's another guy on Arsenal Fan TV. What did he oh, say? Oh, is it,
0: is it the guy was like, blood, blood, blood?
1: He, no, you're thinking of troops, not him, not him. There's He's funny though. He goes, uh, he goes, like, he goes um, oh, is it this. Oh, I can't remember what he says now. Now we'll, we'll speak about it another time. But yeah, that was... Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, what did he but, say he's annoying me now listen either way either way it, it, it is time to go time but to go. Do, do you think it's going to be hard to sell him now because you Ju- you've all Real because realistically it's going to be one of those clubs swap they, well, swap one will it be a swap but then two it, is it a case of his market value has now gone down because United are in a precarious position where they need to get rid of him but the fact is, and it's the same issue that we have with pretty much every single player, we can't get rid of him because his bloody wage demands are too high. Yeah. And I know that firsthand now, right? Because I'm not going to lie, bro. I got so annoyed earlier thinking about the plight of my club. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to change this. So I, I bought a football manager. Come
1: on. I
0: bought, <laughs> I bought a football manager on my mobile. started a United. And no, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't want to do the laptop version too in-depth. <laughs> I just <laughs> I wanted a quick little play. So, I bought it on my mobile and I started at United and I've signed, uh, you know, that, you know that, uh, that defensive midfielder from Lille, from I think, that, that young French guy. I've signed him. Oh, Kamavinga. Exactly, yeah. I've signed him uh, and I've signed Connor Cody from Wolves because oh, I wanted a like relatively cheapish defender who has proper leadership skills. First thing I did, bro, I dropped Fridge. <laughs> I, dro- I dropped him And I made Bruno captain Anyway the That guy is- just makes me angry now That guy just makes me angry now At this point Honestly <laughs> yeah. Every time I look at him He just
1: pisses me off And why does he walk around here yeah, Acting like He's got The whole weight Of the entire world He's on his got shoulders? a
0: proper Chip on his shoulder Do you know what I
1: mean Like his face He just Trying to punch it he- <laughs> I don't get this guy man and He, he, he is- always looking so
0: glum right?
1: So glum Like Bro You, you got a miss As he misses left you What's happened <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like that's that's the face he pulls. And you hear him after the after the after the games and the yeah. press conferences and stuff and the post match interviews. It's always like, We're unlucky. We should have won. We but we had it, chances. It,
0: it, but do you know what? It's kinda of like and It's almost what what Solskjaer is doing with his team, right? It's it is a B tech Fergie approach in the sense that Fergie was great at like a real siege mentality. Yeah. And that it was it's them against us. Everyone is against us. Everyone in this in, in this sport is against us. And that's why his team was so good to perform. has tried to do that, which is why I think you remember, do you remember a while back, a couple of weeks ago, where Maguire was like, Oh yeah, they want us to fail. Like everyone's yeah, jealous because we're United. Yeah. Shut up, yeah. man. No one's jealous of us now. We've been a laughing stock for like you know, six, <laughs> seven years.
1: Yeah, yeah, And the siege mentality thing as well, it wasn't just Fergie. Jose wasn't renowned for this. Mm. He done it at Chelsea, done it at every single club. But that's yeah. what he tried to do at United. The problem was the fans didn't like it. Yeah. The fans didn't like it. Um, certain players didn't get on board, and the players um, and the fans took the players' side. Yeah. Look where we are now. Sad Two times, years on, really sad. Still times. the same problems. Now. I look at Martial; he's still inconsistent. He had a good season last season, but now he's back to his old his old tricks. I look at Pogba; same old problems. Same old story, Luke Shaw, mm. He's probably improved as a as a
0: as a defender. Oh, 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 also, though, how how expected was it that he was going to walk straight back into the starting lineup as soon as he got Oh fair? yeah, yeah, we said to each other, we? Like, the second he Honestly. comes back,
1: he's going to go straight back into the team. And you know, against Leipzig, it was they do. It took off Fellas for uh, sure, <laughs> who's been out for bloody two three months, two months, and then he subs him on ten minutes later for Brandon Williams. What the fuck? I was watching this game, pulling my hair out, thinking. What is this guy doing? Just he doesn't no help sense. himself,
0: does he? No, it he just, doesn't help himself. I just, do you know what, right? I think I hate that I am so anti arli now because, and the, my love for him as a player will, will never, will never diminish because I still, I will always respect him for that reason. But mm. as a manager, he's not going to be the man that takes his club forward. And I, I, I've been I,
1: yelling this for fucking years, I, two years. I, I need him. Forward.
0: I need him to go, Saif. I, yeah. I really need him to go, bro, because I swear to God, I, I, I'm bored already, bro, yeah? yeah? I can't lose any more hair, but I am. <laughs> Somehow I'm losing more hair because I'm just so stressed at how this club is. Like, let's, on that note, let's move on to the City game, right? Mm. That game got me so angry because it was <laughs> one of the most limpless derbies seen. i'm not even gonna talk about Reakness. city i'm really surprised at how negative city were as well in a way i kind of i like the fact that pep adapted but at the same time this team was, we were there for the taking bro or even vice versa city were there for the taking no team showed any ambition to try and win that game no it, no. it and made no sense yeah
1: yeah I, I mean look i gave pep credit for the first half and i said look he's come here and he adapted his game which i never thought he'd do mm. To the, to the extent that he's, he's got two CDMs, he's got Rodri and he and De Bruyne obviously has a 10 or the 8, whatever you want to call it, um, as a more advanced midfielder. So it's clear they want to be tight at the back, doesn't quite trust his defenders, um, packed the midfield to you know, two quality CDMs, and there was not much intensity in the final third mm. um, from City anyway. I think
0: Sterling had a good chance early on, but that was it.
1: Sterling and, and Mahrez as well. Yeah. Now, oh yeah, the
0: Mahrez chance was, uh, was a close one.
1: Yeah, now that game was almost a replica of the nil-nil draw versus Chelsea. Mm. Both teams came, sat back, showed no intent, content with the draw and moved on. And I think that suited both managers in both clubs. However, I feel like what I found so weird of Pep was he, he adapted his game and I gave him credit for it, like I say. But the last 20 minutes, I genuinely thought he was going to try and win it. He put on Torres, which I, I expected. He
0: came on and he had a good game, I thought. I think if he played he it from did. the start, he would have caused a lot more trouble.
1: He did, but then I look at them Every time I look the Sterling in that second half, last twenty five minutes, acres of space. He's with the ball, but he's going backwards. Mm. I'm thinking, what the hell is he doing? And with Sterling as well. Like, every time he's come up against Wan-Bissaka, and credit to Wan-Bissaka, he gets the better of Sterling every single time. Yeah. He is truly in, in Wan-Bissaka's pocket. I don't use that term often, but he is. On- and maybe, was that tentativeness because he's scared of Wan-Bissaka a little bit? Or was that more of an instruction from Pep? I, well anything. I
0: wonder if it's one Bissaka or if it's United in general, because he's never scored against United, you know. That's mad. That's an unbelievable that. stat for a player of Sterling's quality to never to have never scored against United. And I really hope I've not misquoted the stat, but to have never scored against them is is crazy. But yeah, on, yeah. on, on the note of one Bissaka, right? Do you know what I realised watching him against Leipzig? Defensively I've always thought wan Saka is amazing. But in yeah, reality, what, what, I'm 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 what, what I've realized is that he's actually. I know what you're gonna say. Hold on. <laughs> what I've realized is that recovery tackles, he is phenomenal in, but yeah. he's always having to do recovery tackles because yeah. his positioning <laughs> yeah. is dreadful. Yeah, yeah. It's it, dreadful. It, uh, the, those first two Leipzig goals. We were just completely caught out as a defence, but a lot of the time, and pretty much for that entire first half, Angelino was having an absolute field day on that wing because mm. wan just wasn't tracking him. The, the team just weren't doing anything on that wing.
1: I mean, look, we had five at the back, right?
0: Mm.
1: We had a flat, not no wing backs, by the way, yeah. flat five at the back. And we conceded two goals from crosses. Kamal, please tell me, how does that work? I don't
0: even know. That's what really confuses me
1: because Wan-Bissaka never, ever, ever marks the front post, yeah. uh, the back post, sorry. He never does it. Now, I don't know if that's an instruction from Oli and the coaching staff to be more tight <clears throat> towards the centre-backs and protect, protect them, or is he just shit positioning? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because when, when I watched my palates... Yeah. I didn't see these things, but again, obviously, Palace is a different kettle of fish. Yeah. He, has, he, had, he, had a, he had an actual coach there. Yeah. You know, Roy Hodgson, you think what you want about him. OG he's coach. coach, no
0: matter what you say. OG this, coach, this guy, being, this guy has managed Europe's elite clubs for a
1: reason. 100%. So, I, I don't know if that's instruction from Oli or that's just him being an idiot. Yeah. And then, if that's the case, I never see anyone on, on the touchline, whether that's Oli, Phelan, McKenna, Carrick, giving any instructions uh, in regards to our shape. Because in that City game, Every time City were dangerous in the final third, it was probably twice in the first half, that Sterling chance that Mares chance. Mm. Our shape was dreadful. Luke Shaw for that Mahrez opportunity. Oh my gosh. The amount of space he gave Mares to take that shot. He should have scored. He should have been 1-0 there yeah. or 2-0. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So our shape I don't want to give too much credit to Maguire and, and Co., the defenders in that game because it was a game what city were very tentative speaking, um, midfielders
0: all right, sorry to speaking gone. of maguire i've just i've we've got to talk about that third uh, that third goal right at leipzig oh, goal comical, what, comical. what what really fascinates me and we've spoke about it before is the, the the obsession that the british media has with protecting maguire and it's quite funny because they get to a point now where they can't keep protecting him right they can, they have to eventually start criticizing yeah. him but I read a couple of articles that criticized De Gea for that goal. And what baffles oh, me yeah, is, is like, they are like, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, Maguire shouldn't have done that. But really, De Gea should have been quick off his own. No, because De Gea shouldn't be put in that position anyway. That goal was not De Gea's fault. That goal was Maguire's fault. I don't know what he was doing. I have no idea how this man is, was worth 80 million great <laughs> British pounds right but I'm I'm just I'm tired of it mate I'm really tired of it see you were one of those guys from the beginning that didn't want <clears> him
1: and, and fair play like you know you didn't want him for a reason yeah. I, I, I was okay with that I was okay I, I supported the decision to sign him but what I didn't know was he's going and, and partner Lindelof I thought we'd bring in another centre-half yeah. Um for the life of me, I don't understand why we brought a slow centre back who's okay on the ball to partner someone who's a replica of that. <laughs> that's what I don't understand. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> and and yet, yeah, Oli needs to be
0: director of football. I see. Oli, no. Do you know what annoys me about that signing, though? It's the Go fact on. that he's 80 million, right? I know that's not his fault. Yeah. He can't control how much his transfer was. But the fact he was, he's 80 million, he's undroppable. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't drop him. Unless a new manager comes in, yeah, like a pot, I
1: think pot should just make him sit down, mate, eat dust, go sit down, go eat grass, do something <laughs> go stupid. Go eat grass, animal. <laughs> yeah. Born, an animal. Go fucking cow, fam, go sit Go there. Look, look, at cow. <laughs> oh, go, go sit on a bench. This,
0: this podcast is turning into bullying, fam. Uh... Trip
1: your captaincy and give it to Bruno. I'm done with this guy. Bruno Honestly, he, he just captain. makes me angry. Yeah. yeah, he does, he does. And, with Bruno as well. How long does he stay for? He's he's going to leave. Uh, he, the, not this summer, summer. He's going to get
0: tired of the club eventually. And I, we've yeah. said it in the past as well. It's going to be Real or Barca eventually. Someone will come calling, and I absolutely do not blame him if he goes because he's come to a joke of a club that just doesn't seem to be improving. We we're, we're yeah. lowering our standards. We're accepting mediocrity. Oh, yeah. You know that that nil nil draw. Like social is happy with that. He said it was one of his. He said, he said was his, probably his, his best performance, yeah, yeah. Uh, best managerial performance against City. So that's that's that's. It's not something to celebrate. It was a bad game. <laughs> it was a case of who who was less ambitious. <laughs> so well done on winning that. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Um, is a stat for you? Oh man, I hate stats. We, we, it's not really it's not really a stat. It's probably more of a fact. I'd say. Go on. We have now played Chelsea, mm. Spurs, Arsenal. Uh, and see, yeah. four of the top six. Um, obviously, we are the fifth. So there's one team left to play, which is Liverpool. Yeah. We have scored, I believe, one, uh, two goal. Uh, no, one, two, uh, no, we got two points. Yeah. We got two points, and we we scored one mm. against these teams. And that one goal came
0: um, against Spurs, Spurs yeah. and it was a penalty. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? I think that's <laughs> a joke, man. <laughs> I thought, do you know what? I think early in Solskjaer's reign, he whenever there was a big club, he'd set up with the ulterior motive. Well, the, the well pretty much, it was a case of defend and hit him on the break. We don't even seem yeah. to hit him on the break anymore. I don't think we have the speed to do that anymore. You know, I don't, I don't know if it's I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if it's the speed. It's the lack of speed to do because we are still a relatively pacey team in the break. Like we, uh, for, for, all our, all, for all our for all our faults, faults we are still good on a break. Like we're probably one of the better teams on the counter-attack, but I think everyone's figured it out. And I f- and oh, I yeah, that's that that's why what, we're not given the opportunity to do that, because that was always going to eventually yeah. happen, because it's such a, such a typical way to set up, isn't it? Soak up the pressure, hit him on the break. Come on, man. Yeah, I mean, i look at
1: I go back to the Spurs game again. I just think that was the beginning of the end, if I'm honest.
0: He broke,
1: Jose broke Oli in that yeah. game, and what I mean by that is the formation that we had post lockdown till that Spurs game Ollie was not changing it was it, it was getting it.
0: eventually a bit caught out towards the end of lockdown
1: exactly so that was the game where we uh, we got fucked up royally because mm. um, our wingers do not uh, track back yeah. our, our CDMs are not good enough our, our centre-backs are, are a joke what was that? Maguire, would have not made it, like, four times in that bloody game. <laughs> do you know what, <laughs> what I mean? It, our centre-backs are not good enough oh, since that game. Since that game, this whole obsession
0: of McTominay and Fred has come in. Uh, I hate that midfield pivot. D- I think in my time as a United <laughs> fan, I think that's the midfield that I really, really hate. Fred and McTominay. I mean, you
1: know I like Fred. I do like Fred. I'm not a fan of McTominay, but um, I did think McTominay did play well in the second half against... um. West Ham. Yeah. I thought he was he was better. I thought he was decent against um, was it Leipzig. I thought he was decent against uh, against them. But yeah, overall, he's not a, he's not a guy I in my team. I want I want to see Van der Beek do that role with with with. Uh, with I
0: ben. I don't I just I don't know how he can get into the team at this point. He can't, you know, and I don't know won't. why. New manager. I think I think it, 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 new it manager. has to be, isn't it? It it really is a case yeah. of a new manager because he looks like the pecking order for for the midfield is probably. I mean. It's, it's Bruno. Bruno's probably the only person in that entire squad whose first name on the team sheet. It's probably what? Bruno, Fred, McTominay, Matic, Pogba, Pogba Mata, then van der Beek. I don't think... He just doesn't seem to rate van der Beek and I don't know why.
1: What? I, said you I don't before, even think he's, had a, he's not even van... played
0: badly. That's the thing. When he's played, he's actually played bro, well. Bro, he's played
1: well. Every time he's played, he's played well. Van der is a is a proper footballer. Mm. Him and Bruno complement each other. He is quality on and off the ball. Do you know what I mean? He, I actually... He's better than I thought you was. Yeah. I thought he was a good yeah. player. He, in that double pivot, as a deep-line playmaker, he was very good. I can't remember who he was against in the Champions League, I think. And I was very impressed. Mm. Why can't we do that with him now? Not playing in a CDM role, but playing... If you're going to have a double pivot, have him and Fred. But he won't do that because he knows how weak that centre-back pairing is. But he won't change that either. He won't bring in Zebi, He won't bring in... Um, uh, who else do we have
0: I mean what is Baye still injured Rojo <laughs> Bai. I think is
1: back man I think he's back so he will not make those changes yeah. uh, what he will do is he will protect those two those two centre backs by putting energy around them you know we all, we're basically in back six bro we got and we almost want De Gea now according to the British media to to make Maguire's decisions for him we want him to uh, sort out his fuck ups yeah. so we want De Gea to protect him we want our full backs to protect uh, both our centre back parent and we want our CDM's to protect him as well.
0: People have, have praised the recruitment that we've done in the last couple of windows, right? And you were saying that, you know, that's why there's, there's potential calls for Oli to be director of football. But the fact is, Maguire is a joke. a joke. Wanba I I, I like him, but he is... I'm realizing slowly over time. This guy is excellent at recovery tackles, but his positioning is a joke. Um, <laughs> All he does is the recovery tackles. <laughs> <laughs> because, but it's funny though, because because you see him do so many good recovery tackles. Oh, yeah, this guy's a like proper yeah. defender. Then you. You have to kind of forget about the tackle and realise, what is he doing before? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. well, this is it. His positioning is, is it's bad a, It's a joke dying. and it was properly exploited against Leipzig. Really well and truly. Oh, yeah. But, um, oh, yeah. you know, the, I, for me, the, the good signing, it's, it's been Bruno. Excellent signing. That's a, that's a, that's a fan signing. I don't care where it is. That's a, that's oh, a fan yeah. signing. It was long stuff. Yeah, <laughs> We said that before, it was long stuff. We
1: weren't going to sign Bruno, but if you wanted to sign him, we would have signed him in the yeah. summer. We signed him in January because McTominay got injured, Pogba got injured. We needed another midfielder, and fans were shouting for Bruno. Yeah, they were shouting for him to the extent that people went to fucking Ed's house. Obviously, we don't no, know we don't. that, but he went there. People went there. done what they <laughs> had to do. And guess what? I think two, three days later,
0: Bruno signed. Yeah. I mean, uh, Alex Tellers, I like him so far. I I think he's he, he's had some tough performances. He wasn't particularly strong mm. against Leipzig, Um but. I think that was just a, that was a pretty shitty shitty system to be honest with you. Um, it was and the tellers transfer as well it wasn't again it wasn't like
1: our scouting network went out, out, out of the way to find mm. it. Tellers was one of those players that was desperate for the move. Like Van der Berg Van der has been saying it in public for fucking 12 months yeah. now and the same for Tellers. I want the move. Yeah, I'm not getting a move. You know, I need to go all that kind of yeah. stuff. Tell us was available. He was available. PSG went to get him. A lot of there was a lot of suitors, but we ended up getting him because we fucked up the regular yeah. deal. Let's not let's, let's not forget about that. Reguian is quality, bro. On, I don't know how much. The, I
0: think he's he's done very well for Spurs. He's done really well, and I, I and I bro. saw clips of him at uh, at Seville and at Real, and he's a great player, I think. But on that note, right? Defensively, as on well. on that note, would you have um, would you have signed him if realistically, right? Let's be honest. If he has this, if he has a good season, Real are going to sign him back. They'll use that buyback clause and they will sell him to the highest bidder. That, that, is, that is probably what's going to happen. Would you sign him knowing that that's a that's a strong possibility?
1: If so, you still get a profit. Spurs are going to get a profit out of it. Yeah,
0: but then you have to replace that position again. I look at Daniel Levy
1: and I think he is someone who can recruit. Yeah. I'm sure he's already thinking about replacement now. Mm. Look at the recruitment, bro. Look at the players they brought in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I I I trust their I trust their networking. I don't trust uh uh, sorry, the scouts.
0: I don't trust the United scouts. I, I trust our scouts because it's still a it's still a very good scouting network. But I don't trust. Do you use I don't, it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't do trust it. actually it being utilised. Mm. But I don't know, man. Yeah. We l- listen. We can we can keep going around in circles of just how much of a joke mm-hmm. everything is right now. But I think the you know ultimately <laughs> there are there are some real problems at the moment. The next game is mm. is against Sheffield on Thursday. If we don't batter Sheffield, right? And I mean, I want blood. I want. I want. I'll go for the jugular, please. I, I want to see actual blood. I want to see Buddy Chris Wilder crying on the touchline, right? I'm. Mm. Um, I'll just. I'll be absolutely baffled because this is a team bottom of the, bottom of the Premiership. I think so far the stat I saw is that this is like the, the lowest points total ever recorded so far at this point in the season, right? That's mad. They, 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 we said it last time, and they've just been caught out. They've been absolutely caught out. Mm. But the fact is, if we don't go for the jugular. I'd be very shocked. And then we've got Leeds after that. I think Leeds will beat us. Do
1: you know what? I think so too. But then again, because their philosophy of seeing <laughs> the play, you know, one, an expansive brand of football when they do not yeah. adapt, we could quite easily hit them on the break. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They'll, they leave so much space in behind for us to attack. We, we can win that game. But it depends on how badly they press us. When I say badly, I mean how efficiently. Southampton done it. But you know what it is as well, like these teams at West Ham, um, all these teams that fucking got uh, that they were playing very well against us in recent days, in recent yeah. weeks. They play very well against us in the first forty five mm. minutes. And in the second half, we make a change or or they just get tired and we end up capitalizing on
0: that. You yeah. know what I mean? Well that, that that's the and case, isn't that's it? The- We always wait for it because every team who presses us we we just we can't deal with the press for some reason but we, we can, can deal we with when yeah. they when their energy reserves just go into nil and then, then we're like okay cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, yeah
1: well this is it,
0: it it's, exactly it's like it. A, I don't know, I know if you ever used to watch Simpsons right there's an episode where, where Homer becomes a boxer and the only reason he's able to win matches is because he waits for it because he can take punches he waits for them he, nah, he, he waits for them to get tired and then he pushes them over and he just wins <laughs>
1: and that so we're home at, Homer Simpson exactly
0: F3. <laughs> exactly. That. That's how we're winning games. That should be the title. We're waiting for teams to get tired and then we're trying to eventually just kind of bully them into submission. But it... Is that a game plan? I- is that actually the I- game I- plan? I feel like. I think, you're onto something I think again. that's the game plan. It really is. You know, look at how we play against these teams and it is a case of waiting until they get tired and then eventually, you know, that's why there was-, there was periods in games where Dan James would just come on because his raw pace mm. is so predictable. Yeah. It's exactly, yeah. in a way, right, when... <laughs> When Mourinho's plan B was Fellaini, it was, it was mm. so obvious every time what was going to happen. You know, the human tree... it worked. It, it did work a lot <laughs> It lot of time. Every- uh, it was against Juve. He came on he, he, and he just absolutely transformed the game. We had no, no business winning that yeah, game. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was a classic case of we'll <laughs> yeah. lose and bring on the human tree and he'll do, do the rest. <laughs> but now it is a case of wait till the team to are pressing us get tired and try and hit him on the break. And it's just... It's uninspiring. It's very, very uninspiring. And the maddest thing is, Oli said after that game, right, we
1: are looking more and more like the old United. What is no, the old we United? We don't,
0: though, really, do we? We don't look anywhere near them.
1: He's constantly lying, bruv. He's lying to us. He's lying to the players. <laughs> he's lying to himself. I'm just tired of his lies. I remember him Maguire, right? This is nothing I want to say and get on my chest. <clears throat> Every time we get a shit yeah. result, this idiot goes out, and, and not just him, and Maguire as well, and they come out and say stuff like, we were unlucky, or we were the better team, they had less chances than us. And it sounds very bitter mm. for them as well. And I look at them and I just think, does Oli even watch the game? Because it it does feel like he's watching a different game. No, well, maybe, maybe on, maybe on what his little
0: monitor, he's just, I don't know, streaming an episode of something on Netflix. Ronaldo <laughs> 7, right? that's what he's on.
1: Watching watching the same picture yeah, for years ago. Or he's
0: watching uh <laughs> all or nothing, Tottenham Hotspur on the Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trying to get trying to get yeah. ideas, yeah.
1: <laughs> Mate, honestly, like I don't feel like he watches the or if he watches the games. And he's saying that shit. I just feel like, mate, he clearly doesn't understand football, yeah. does he? I, I, what I want to know, yeah, in, in about five, six years' time or whatever, I want Mick Phelan and McKenna and Caro to write a book. Don't include Oli. <laughs> I don't want him anywhere near this. I want them to tell the tales of this shocking tenure in the history of this but club.
0: Mike Phelan is also almost accepting of this mediocrity because he tweeted after this game, a very professional performance. Yeah, Come yeah, yeah. on, man. You were is. Fergie's right-hand man for years. You know I'm the standards that we need to be at to be a top, top team. How are you going to accept that?
1: <clears throat> well, I don't understand another thing as well, right? I like these fucking pundits. Your skulls, your Ferdinand, all of these guys, these waste of gigs. Obviously, I loved them watching, you know, growing up, loved watching them. But as pundits, I did not rate any of them. I like and Ferdinand when he's look... talking about United. When he's not talking about United, exactly. And yeah. Neville as well. Neville I like, but again, Oli, he's very pro-Oli and there's no logic yeah. behind it. But I look at these these crop of players, right, that played in an era where you had Fergie as, as your manager. He's arguably the greatest manager in sports history. You've had Rafa Benitez at Liverpool. Jose at Chelsea making Fergie sweat. You know, he won two league titles out of three when he was there, when Fergie was there as well. Uh, you had Arsenal Wenger at Arsenal. Prime Moyes at mm. Everton. Martin O'Neill uh, Avila, who was actually a decent manager, he had good, great managers, tacticians, um, coaches. Do you know what I mean? They were, the whole league was littered in, in top coaches. Even Manal should, should uh, Alan okay. managers, Managers are right. They were relegation dons. But whatever. There was a, a good crop of managers in the Premier League, especially in the, front, uh, the top four, top five, mm. right? So you go from that, to then saying and even thinking, try and make make us believe that Oli is the right man for this club. How do you go? How do you transition from that to this? That's what I want to know. How is Gary Neville and all of these mm. legends say, especially Ferdinand, give him the job when, when he was <laughs> a, Oli as Oli's at the wheel,
0: man? He's Oli's doing at the his wheel, thing. man. He's
1: doing his thing. Give him give him the job. How can you go from having Fergie at the club to Van Howe, obviously Moises or well, Jose to Oli? And forget that. Forget the history of United managers. Just the managers that they had to deal with, mm. right? When they were playing. Again, I repeat Wenger, Mourinho, Rafa. These were top, top managers in the Premier League at the time where they were playing. How you even go from that to saying Oli should be the manager of United? Yeah. A man who's won a league title with, with a fucking Mulder. A man who relegated Cardiff. A man who's been there for two years and still has no system or a way of playing, no identity doesn't know where his best 11 is and he fucking chats shit after the games. Bro, honestly, man. And the maddest thing is he'll never get the sack. No, He's not no, going to get won't. the sack. Every time he loses two, three games, the players will come back and, and um, go above and beyond the game the mm. three points. Why? Because they did not want another Jose, another Van Gaal or another manager going to come in and make this lot work. You think Poch is going to come in? Poch is going to come in and give him an easy ride. Mate, high-pressing football, high-energy football. Yeah. Bielsa. That's a Bielsa type of football. He's going to come in and make
0: them work in training. So they don't want that. Will it happen, though? Who, Poch? Well, just any any manager coming in and being being given the tools to change the club. What do you mean? As in, like, the transfers, the freedom, the backing. Do you know what I mean? Because whoever comes in, there, there has to be a fundamental cultural reset in this club. Because right happened. now, the, there is a, an acceptance of mediocrity across all levels. You know, boardroom level, it's the case of... Get top four, get that Champions League money in, calm, life is good. <laughs> and managerial level, it's a case of play to, to not lose.
1: I think there's two ways we can go mm-hmm. here, right? If we sack Oli, there's two ways we can explore. Um, you either bring in a, a solid winner yep. to change, to have that cultural reset. Of, of have we? Just have, 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 we've we tried had that. that
0: though twice. We've tried that and it's not worked.
1: But this is it. This, this, this is what I'm about to say. We had that in, in Jose. And, and LVG. Um, who's a winner. And LVG. Didn't work, but just because it didn't work doesn't mean it's not to work again. I don't think we should, do you know what I mean, dwell in that too much. Um, and you say it didn't work, but they want both won mm. trophies. Ollie's won fuck all, um, and that they both won trophies. United, by the way. Yeah. So <laughs> if we're gonna go in that direction, then there's an agree, yep. right? That's the man to get if you want to. If you want another winner who's available and he's, you know, he's
0: a seasoned, a seasoned mm. manager,
1: or you go from the project route and you bring in mm. a poch. Now again, poch is someone who I like. I do like him. He overachieved at Spurs. And I think personally, he's, he's perfect for the fit, for the United job. However, is he a winner? That's another question you've got to ask. Um, he wasn't too phased about getting domestic cups at, at Spurs. Would he change at United? Maybe, maybe not. We yeah. don't know that. Um, he's not perfect. He doesn't, you know, at Spurs, he had um, a compact midfield where he almost had, he tried to fit in Belly Ali and Ericsson, where they're both yeah. number 10s. No width, he had no width in that team. Is he going to do the same thing in United? You know, United fans want to see whiff, They want to see attack, attack, attack. Are they going to be okay Mm. with that? So again, uh, Poch, and Poch is another one who makes his subs late. Do you know what I mean? He is quite tentative with with his subs. So he does have these little elements that he may change. Obviously when it comes to United, he obviously learned from his mistakes at Spurs. Um, again, I repeat, he's not perfect, but I think he's a perfect guy for the job. Um, he can, you know, do well with the tools that he's, he's been given. Um, but again, it just depends on what direction the club want to go in. Or you have a Nuno
0: as yeah. well. Raf, ha- ha- I, 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 I see no good. reason why they, those two would want to leave their club. So they've got good projects going on. Southampton are playing some brilliant football at the moment and they're in a good position. I think they're third, aren't this they? This is the problem. Southampton are third, yeah. mate, yeah. I, I see no reason yeah. why a would want to leave there. Um, you know Nuno's got the little Portuguese connection at Wolves so he's all of him and his homies are there so I see no reason why he'd want to leave there yeah. because he's, he's at a club where he's loved he's revered you know why would he want to leave well this is it you've got Nagelsmann who is he available does he want I to leave I think Leipzig? he's going to Dortmund now I'm really shocked that they sacked their manager by the way
1: yeah I mean he's
0: being touted as a favourite for it because essentially you know how basically all the best players and best okay. managers always go to Bayern <laughs> Dortmund are number two, isn't
1: it? So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I look at Leipzig and I just think they're they, they very cheap. Dortmund though, they're going can, to they can overtake Dortmund. Is Dortmund. I don't such know, an that's a sideways step though. for me.
0: They're such an exciting club.
1: They are, they are. But I just think that's a, a bit of a sideways step in terms, of, in terms of ambition. If I'm if I'm him and I'm mm. leaving because he's one of the hottest young managers in in yeah. world football, I'm going to Spain to manage perhaps Atletico if a senior yeah. leaves, or or. A, I'm not saying he's worthy of the Barca or Real job, but if it comes well, to I mean, the bar is, yeah, well, the bar about is him, large, I'm man, taking it.
0: Kuma's not exactly doing much with Barca and Zidane's on the verge of getting exactly. sacked. So the, the well, world, exactly. the current standings <clears> of <throat> big clubs across the world, it's pretty mad, you know. It's, pre- it's pretty crazy because think of all these traditionally huge, massive clubs and the positions that they're in now. Real, Barca yeah. are, are, are fighting mediocrity as well. We're fighting mediocrity. And we also can't forget our beloved friends over in North London, Arsenal. Incredible. True, truly, oh, truly mate. incredible. The fact that
1: <laughs> I generally thought they're going to win yesterday against Burnley, and they lost the
0: one
1: nil. <laughs> the own goal. This First man scored wow. an own
0: goal quicker than he scored in a, a goal from open play from his own team. It's phenomenal. It really Honestly. is. Um, uh, I, I, I want to finish it on one on one topic actually, which is a non United topic. But on on the while we're on Arsenal, let's uh, Arteta. Yeah, let's talk about Arteta. Do you think he's going to get sacked?
1: Um, I mean, look, you look back two months ago and you're saying he's done an amazing mm. job, right? But then again, it depends what what metrics you use to to measure. His, I think his the metrics. Got, I think and the they, metrics they, got to be made,
0: they're closer to a relegation battle than they are to anything else. And I'm with you. I am with you. But then again, I look at...
1: You know what I find funny about this whole situation? I look at Ollie mm. fanboys, right? And we were in the same position this time last year, Oli. But they were backing him, supporting him no matter what. But they're mocking mm. Arteta. So, I only end up getting third. I'm not saying Arteta will. Because I think the season is a lot more higher in terms of expectations. And it's going to be difficult to get top four with, with a ship.
0: I, Sally, I, I also like think did. some of those smaller slash uh, you know, medium clubs are playing some phenomenal football at the moment. Leicester... Lesley are, yesterday mate. against Pull Brighton. Oh, <laughs> phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. That yeah. that performance oozed class. But anyway, we're getting inside trap. Yeah, carry on.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, it just depends what, what the how you how you're mm. gonna measure measure the uh, measure success. I feel like he's a manager who's not even been there a year, who is trying his hardest. I, I look at him from the outside and I can see he's trying his hardest. I do look at his team selection, and I just think weird sometimes. I'm thinking, what the fuck's he doing here? I wouldn't have done that. Um And mm. he, the results aren't going in his favour. But then again, they beat United 1 0, and that was an amazing performance yeah. from Arsenal. It should have been more, it could have been 3 0 at half time, let's be real.
0: It was this point in the episode where we fell victim to technical difficulties and we lost approximately 8 minutes of recording time where we continued to speak more about Arteta, about how his struggles at the club echo that of at United and how the upcoming round of fixtures is judgement day for both managers. What a shame, right? I know. Anyway, we'll be back better and bigger in episode 7 of Just Vibes FC. As always, thanks for your support. Feel free to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.